Cornucopia Radio presents The House Written and directed by Nick Card Hello. Oh, hello. I've just come for a look around the house. Yes, of course. I've been expecting you. Do come in. Thank you. Did you find it okay? Oh, yes. Couldn't miss it, really. Excellent. Well, this is it. It's spacious, comfortable, and well-furnished. Just one thing. You don't mind sharing, do you? Oh, no, that's fine. Good. Okay, so let's start with this room over here. What's the minimum term? There isn't a minimum term. You just leave when the time is right. Now, this is the promotion room. Anything that the residents feel is worth embracing, cherishing or celebrating can be done so here. I don't have a car. I don't own a house. All I need is love and ginger mouse. I don't have a car, I don't own a house. All I need is love and ginger mouse. The beauty of the world is what I'm craving. I'm only cut throat when I'm shaving. I like to phone my friends for a laugh. But when I call, they're always in the bath. I'm scared of anger.
I don't know no house. All I need is love and danger mouse. I don't have a car. I don't know no house. All I need is love and danger mouse. All I need is love. And when I go swimming, I get many a stare, not at my face, but at my bodily hair. Some find it intimidating, others find it scary. People cannot cope with the fact that I'm hairy. I refuse to school showers, I'm considered a wimp, but when I did go for a wash, they thought I was a chimp. And in my cricket club, my hair caused much scorn. They gave me a nickname, I was known as Firstborn. I don't see the problem. It's in no way a sin. Just merely strands of fibre attached to my skin. But it is unfashionable, and I must concede that us hairy chaps are a dying breed. There's none on the catwalk. The designers think it best to have models that are hairless with a bright gleaming chest. Athletes are cowards. They do not dare to resist a body shave and show a little hair. But for me, it's the joy that the world should share. The wonder of a body that is not bear so let me make my stand i would like to declare that there's too much baldness bring back the hair okay well different residents like different things right now let me show you the other end of the spectrum This is the moaning room. Complaining, whinging and whining is a very popular pastime for the residents. Are they all unhappy? Well, to be honest, most of them have at least something they're not happy about. But that's what this room is for. To let off steam. Domestic gods and goddesses sit on their heavenly cloud. These deities of cleanliness are always house proud. They view it as a travesty, that mark on the door, the unfinished washing up, and the crumbs on the floor. They also gasp in disgust, and don't know what to think about that tiny speck of shaving that was left in the sink. There is divine retribution for all that's unjust, like the TV and hi-fi that had a few flakes of dust. How I long to blaspheme, and say, look here, buster, let me show you a place where you can stick your duster. And conclude by giving with a twist of a knife, a very useful tip. Get a life. It's slightly unnerving that there are these things that cause so much irritation. Well, it's just circumstantial, and also temporary. You mustn't think that the residents are fixed in this mindset. Generally, their unhappiness comes and goes. Having said that, there is one activity that is very time-consuming and causes a lot of discontent. Everyone in here is so busy. Of course they're busy. This is the workroom, and work is the activity that causes so much aggro. Time to make a call because they're tired of it all, so they're going to turn up the heat. It's audio communication from all across the nation, 
customer and company meet. On the phone, on the moan, every single day. Coming down the line is a whinging whine, and they must have it their way. They're paying for a service, they don't deserve it, it just is not fair. They don't know how, but you must fix it now, or they'll take their business elsewhere. Although their aim is more or less the same, their tactics do vary. Some are smart and pull the strings of your heart, whilst others are just plain scary. And there's loud ones, proud ones, stand out from the crowd ones, and happy ones, crappy ones, silly, stupid and snappy ones. There's rude ones, shrewd ones, coarse, cruel and crude ones, and kind ones, blind ones, pain in the behind ones. And ones who are weak, ones who are meek, ones who you wish to God had never learned to speak. Ones who are fight, ones who have spite, ones who believe everything is always black and white. Ones who are lazy, ones who are crazy, ones who forgot to pay because their memory is hazy. Ones who are losers, ones who are cruisers, ones who are vicious, vindictive, ear abusers. But you never know what they're like until it's all too late. You never know if you speak to someone you'll passionately hate. All calls start the same, your well-rehearsed greeting, and it's in the lapse of the gods as to who you will be meeting. You don't have an option but to roll the gambler's dice, and pray your ears will be blessed by the voice of someone nice. So here comes another one, on line number two. You're through to customer services. How can I help you? Work is rubbish, 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 hours, rubbish days, rubbish wages, rubbish pay, rubbish policies, rubbish rules, rubbish equipment, rubbish tools, rubbish suits, rubbish ties, rubbish image, rubbish lies, rubbish room, rubbish door, rubbish meeting, rubbish bore. Rubbish heating, rubbish lights, rubbish disputes, rubbish fights, rubbish toilets, rubbish sinks, rubbish snacks, rubbish drinks, rubbish corruption, rubbish sin, rubbish litter, rubbish bin, rubbish banter, rubbish chats, rubbish colleagues, rubbish preps. Rubbish tables, rubbish chairs, rubbish stocks, rubbish shares, rubbish contracts, rubbish deals, rubbish canteen, rubbish meals, rubbish leaflets, rubbish reads, rubbish company, rubbish greed, rubbish boss, rubbish snob, rubbish post, rubbish job. Shame they can't get jobs they like. Work is normally repetitive, and the residents generally don't like repetitive things. So this is a point of conflict. There are also other problems like stress, work with people they don't like, and a general desire to be elsewhere. But there is no way the house could possibly function without it. So it's a necessary evil. It's not a necessary evil. It's a necessary chore. Now then, we've got to go down a flight of stairs to the next room. Well, it's certainly a long way down this room. Oh, you couldn't possibly go any further down. This small space is the lowest room. Everything down here is of a basement level. Keep it in your trousers. Keep it out of way. Don't march your major in the broad light of day. Keep it in your trousers, under your flies. Never unzip and launch surprise. Keep it in your trousers. Don't make the mistake of releasing a reptile, the one-eyed snake. Keep it in your trousers and be much smarter than the dirty deviants who display their chivalata. 
Keep it in your trousers when you are excited. Don't visit Miss Beaver unless you've been invited. Keep it in your trousers when you are drunk. No elephant impressions with a suspect trunk. Keep it in your trousers or all have a fit. We don't want to see your naughty bits. Hmm. It's all right. There's nothing wrong with this room. The residents need the lowest room, just as they need the highest room. The highest room? Yes. I'll be showing you that room a little bit later on. You keep going on about these residents. It would be nice to actually meet some. Oh, I think we can do that in the social room. There are lots of residents in the house. A whole range of colourful characters. Like, for example, that bloke in the flat cap over there. Oh, you mean the one talking to the pretty girl. I love you. I think you're great. And I want them to be me one so much. I'm from up north and I long for romance. So I truly beg thee to give me a chance. There's no doubt in me heart. My feelings are true. I'm Yorkshire Romeo. And I love you. It's not where you move and where you walk, and where you speak and where you talk. When I glimpse your smile, I'm like a gibbering fool. Your eyes sparkle like precious crown jewels. You're a vision from heaven, a bought from blue. I'm Yorkshire Romeo, and I love you. I'll be your Prince Charming, I'll treat thee right. And I'll serenade you by soft candlelight. I'll be a lover, man. I'll sweep thee off her feet with a dozen red roses that smell really sweet. Oh, I wish I could tangle, but that requires two. I'm Yorkshire Romeo, and I love you. I'll be suave and sophisticated with style, charm and wit. I'll thrill thee with me stories when I won't doubt pit. If you want some excitement, I'll show you where it's at. I'll propose to thee, me darling, on Oakley Mall by touch. I love all that you are and all that you do. I'm Yorkshire Romeo and I love you. The house has lots of celebrities too. You are only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Who's that? Looks like we've just bumped into an iconic actor. I am the nosy neighbour. I was Harry Palmer in his flat. I was christened Maurice Micklewhite. And now a lot of people know that. In my first major role, I had to overcome my fears and fight off all the Zulus with their nasty pointy spears. A few years later, I was in Billion Dollar Brain. I am a worldwide celebrity. My name is... I was a robber with a mini. I got angry with a main. He didn't just blow off the doors. He blew up the whole vein. Some thought I was a thick cockney. But I was a lot smarter. Now a bloody big gun when I started in Get Carter. I'm easy meat for impressionists. And it really is a pain. They adopt my voice and say, My name is... In some of my movies, I have been known to sing. 
and briefly with Sean Connery, in the main, who would be king. I must admit some turkeys, I'm not always on top form, right beyond the Poseidon adventure, and most notably, the swarm. But the public have forgiven me, so I can star again, for I am many people's hero. My name is... I eventually won a BAFTA when I played a drunken teacher. I talked Julie Walters in Educating Rita. And then came my first Oscar, although in a supporting role. It was a Woody Allen film, and I played a tortured soul. The pop group Madness had a song of my name, and it contained the line, My name is... Good film roles became elusive, and I wasn't spoiled for choice, but there was a film about a girl who had a little voice. I then won another Oscar, and I got rave views. But the side of house rules, it's not about booze! So that covers my career, both the pleasure and the pain. Now let me introduce myself. My name is Michael Caine. So he's famous then. A lot of members of the house would be astounded that you've not heard of him. But of course, you've not heard of anyone yet. So yes, he is an extremely famous resident. Hold on, Lech. I've got an idea. Now, this is the fantasy room. A room for escape and to really get away from it all. This is... I'm sorry, are you okay? Get away from it all. Once again, that suggests the residents are unhappy with the accommodation. All the residents need escapism. It keeps them sane. Also, they can return to the world what's actually happening refreshed. Otherwise, it all gets too much. Too deep. Too probing. So, to give them this much-needed break, they look for an engaging alternative. And this is where they can find it. A long time ago. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Buy lots of goodies and put it on the plastic. Use my overdraft and stretch it like elastic. Wear Italian suits that are made to measure. Enjoy saucy sessions with ladies of pleasure. Have I had enough? Life is for living, not for worrying. Today is for lazing, not for hurrying. So bring on smoked salmon with Russian caviar, a nice drop of brandy and a good cigar. Then all night long, I'll sing my song and parade around town in a titchy leather thong. Have had enough? I want to mingle with the stars at photo shoots, drinking champagne from elegant flutes, buy houses abroad with seaside views, three-week holidays, a Caribbean cruise. I was anxious and nervous, unsure and intense, but I've had enough. Let the party commence. Straight upstairs. You've said plenty about the house, but what about the local amenities? Local amenities? Yeah, what's it close to? It's not really close to anything, but the house is completely self-sufficient. Okay, here we are. Now, upstairs has different kinds of rooms to those downstairs. I'll tell you what, I'll let you decide which one we start with. Well, I don't know, really. Spontaneity can be a wonderful thing, so why not exercise it now? Alright, uh, let's try this one. Yeah, it's really dark in here. Let me put the lights on. Lights don't work. No, they won't do in here. This is the dark room. The light never shines. Nothing but darkness. Holding on intensely with clenched fists, locking my hands, a large rucksack full of anxiety, presses down on my shoulders. My heart is a drummer in a rock band that only plays fast songs. My head trampolines with probing thoughts that are pencil narrow. I am a fountain of questions, and the more I ask, the less I know. This 
black wave is just too high for me to jump over. So it washes over me. I fear drowning, but these waters are too shallow. It just crushes abruptly and quickly dissipates into the mother shore, leaving me free to swim joyfully in the gentle sea again. I didn't do it. I know I didn't. One hand on my heart, the Bible in the other. I didn't do it. I mean, how could I have? I wouldn't know how to. Impossible. I didn't do it. I wasn't there. I was somewhere else. Can't remember where, though. I didn't do it. Well, no one saw me. So there's no proof. Case dismissed. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It was someone else with an identical body. I really don't like this room. It's just part of the house. Yeah, but do we really need it? Well, actually, yes, we do. In order to live fully, we must embrace all of life's rich tapestry, including the unpleasant and difficult parts. However, whilst it is part of the oneness and the bigger picture, it's not healthy to spend too long in here. So, let's move on. Now, this is the debating room, where clients try to clear their heads of any issues they may have. Look at us. Walking the streets in random directions on a single chance journey. Look at us. Strangers to most, acquaintances to some, lovers to few. Look at us. With a million thoughts that are safely hidden in the vaults of our minds. Look at us, made by humans, raised by television, ruled by money. Look at us, taking a timorous tiptoe through life's rich tapestry of roses and stinging nettles. Look at us, with our craving for happiness, making us move like pawns on a chessboard. Look at us, trying to be in control, but too often controlled by something uncontrollable. Look at us, in this one-off show. No repeat performance, last chance to see. Look at us, merely contestants in a guessing game with no clear answers. Look at us, with our ticking clocks, a constant reminder that everything's temporary. Can I ask you a question? You already did, but you can ask another one if you like. We can only come in and out once. Why is that? A simple matter of overcrowding. We have to make space for all the new residents that are coming in every day. Every day? Yes. Every. Single. Day. And now the room for inspiration. Just before the moment, the mysterious magical moment, the moment of truth, the moment of connection. Just before you leave your trenches and go over the top 
so that both of you meet in the sacred no man's land. Just before your two glances become two mutual stares and two sets of eyes are blinded by one vision. Just before the magnetism draws you out of yourselves, a gravitational pull that crash lands you into destiny. Just before the roller coaster tips over the edge and the velocity of life speeds out of control. Just before you jump into the waters of the promising adventure, you realize the beauty of life's infinite sea. Now, this is the moment, this is where we are at, this is our arrival and destination. Now is the alarm clock, the bedtime story and the chaos in between. Now is the only reality. The past is a graveyard and no map locates the future. Now is the faithful companion that walks alongside us as we stroll through our lives. Now cannot be escaped. It never abandons you as it can only exist mutually. Now is your ballroom partner that dances with you to the rhythm of life. Now is what you must embrace and make love to with all your being. Now is the time to act and duly deliver. Not later, or soon. Now! What's that? The lift. The lift to the highest room. You see, the lift is only in this room. Nowhere else. Right, let's get in. We're going up. This is the highest room. This is the essence of life. The Gospel of Truth is a sacred text. When you open your heart, you open a chapter. The Gospel of Truth contains many verses that have golden nuggets in the treasure of your soul. The Gospel of Truth is the gateway to your heaven, the promised land that is your higher self. The Gospel of Truth is to be read in church, the church without walls that encompasses the planet. The Gospel of Truth should be regularly recited through daily devotions to the sanctity of life. The Gospel of Truth is the good book of wisdom, the ancient and the recent, the Old and New Testament. The Gospel of Truth is your holy scripture the guide you to the light, the path to salvation. On Wall Street they deal in dollars and cents, whereas London's retail is pounds and pence. For Parisians and Berliners the Euros rule, and in Japan, the yen is a powerful tool. 
but away from the commerce is the marketplace, with the stocks and shares of the human race, the business of life, exchange and mart. Love is the currency, trade with your heart. Let us live, let us be, let us fly away free, let us take our natural course. Let us out, let us in, let us lose tire wind, let us trust the inner force. Let us speak, let us say, let us work, rest and play, let us have our private space. Let us ride, let us slide, let us feel good inside, let us find our rightful place. Let us see, let us hear, let us conquer all our fear, let us soar to the highest state. Let us know, let us grow, let us star in the show, let us smile at our fates. Let us dance, let us chance, let us fall for romance, let us surrender with grace. Let us ebb, let us flow, let us start, stop and go, let us run the human race. And that completes the house view. Are you ready to make a decision? Any more questions? Yes, I know that I'm sharing, but how many other residents are there? It's actually quite difficult to give you an exact number, as there are people arriving and leaving every day. Well, roughly then. About six and a half billion. Run that by me again? Six and a half billion. What? It's a very big house, containing seven continents, hundreds of countries, and that's just the land. Two-thirds of it is water. But what's this we've been walking around today? I, this can't be it. Well, of course not. This is the house's simulation centre. You see, I've got a vacancy in the part of the house known as England. It's green and pleasant. I'm sure you'll like it. I've devised this little tour to give you a flavour of what your tenancy is going to be like. I do this for all my prospective residents. Oh, so how did you come to own this extraordinary property? I built it. You built it? That must have taken ages. Mm, six days, as I remember. So, do you want to move in? Well, it, it's hard to make a decision just like that. It, it, it's a lot to take in. Okay. How about an overview? When you are born into this world, you become an occupant of the house. This house has individual tenancy within a structure of mass residency. Although a contract is never signed, there is a free lease until the great landlord decides it's time for you to move on or you vacate the premises prematurely. But the norm is to reside in the accommodation rather than risk the outdoor uncertainty. Curiosity may persuade you to peep out of the window and catch a glimpse of the outside infinity. This contains the giant sun that lights up all the rooms and the greater truth, which is in stark contrast to eternal restrictions and illusions. As a resident, you can never realise the greater truth, because the confine of the house does not facilitate a true understanding, and speculation is merely guesswork. It is much wiser to focus on the accommodation, so it's not just somewhere to live, but truly a home for you and your fellow tenants.
until the fateful day when you open the front door, leave the noisy chaos, and walk gently into the serene meadows of eternity. Well? Well, I'm sure you understand that I'll have to consider all the other properties first. What other properties? Excuse me? I am the only landlord, and this is the only house. There aren't any alternatives, I'm afraid. So what if I said no, then? Nothing. What do you mean, nothing? I mean, very literally, nothing. So it's not so much do I want to live in the house, as do I want to live at all? To be, or not to be, that is the question. I don't like the lack of options. I mean, what's going to happen to me? The house is largely governed by free will and chaos. So pretty much anything within the physical, mental and emotional boundaries of existential being. So you just sit back and send me and the others in at random and see what happens. I mean, let's look at this rationally. How are six and a half billion going to be suited to one property? If they open up to the house, then the house will open up to them. That's the challenge all the residents face. Yes, but that's very hard to do when you're uncomfortable in your own home. What's in it for them? What do they get apart from a distinct absence of alternatives? Well, two things. The house has a lot of trouble, which is largely caused by residents not adhering to good housekeeping practices. But within that is a precious pearl as in every single room of the house, even the darkest ones. And by the way, I've only given you a brief glimpse at a few of the rooms. The house has millions, and none are without that which makes the house worth living in. Poetry. Every heartbeat is poetry. Every breath is poetry. Every thought is poetry. Every touch is poetry. Every sight is poetry. Every sound is poetry. Every smell is poetry. Every taste is poetry. Every life is poetry. Every death is poetry. Everything is poetry. These verses of beauty are interwoven into the very fabric that I built the house from. And when you look into your soul, you will find that it is written in the clearest print through the universal language of love. And what's the second? It's only temporary accommodation. Bed and breakfast, and often a lousy room service, but everyone moves out eventually. It's just somewhere you stop off for a while. Don't you think it would be a lot easier if we just skipped straight to the permanent home? You can't go straight to the permanent home without staying in the temporary accommodation first. It's all part of the transitional process. In the same way that a caterpillar has to crawl around for a while before the butterfly can break out of the chrysalis. Besides, I need time to get the place ready first. Eternity and infinity take a lot of organising, you know. Actually, come to think of it, how do you cater for all these arrivals and departures? This is where being omnipresent is really useful. Oh, just one more thing. You like questioning me, don't you? Why didn't you tell me this at the beginning of the house view? Well, I'm known for moving in mysterious ways. So, are you going to move in? Yes. Well, that's a relief. Did you really think I was going to say no? Of course not. You had already chosen life. I had? Yes. Why else would you knock on my door? Well, there is that, I suppose. Hang on. So how come it's a relief to you? 
because I have another house for you in a minute, and I don't like to keep people waiting. What's happening? Is that a tunnel? That's right. Now, can you see the door down there? Can't really miss it. It's lit up by that blinding light. Well, that's the entrance. Now, walk forward and open the door to the house and the life it contains. But remember, it's only temporary. Okay, and I'll try and read the poetry as well. Or better still, be a poet, and then you can actually write the poetry. The house could really use some poets just now. Farewell. Hello. Oh, hello. I've just come for a look around the house. Yes, of course. I've been expecting you. Do come in. Thank you. We are all one. We are all one. That doesn't mean we all agree. That doesn't mean we're all compatible with each other. But every single one of us has a soul that contains the human spirit. 
and there is nothing you can ever do to break yourself from the human spirit. It surges through us all like a rolling river, and carries us downstream into that mighty ocean called humanity. And there is no lock, there is no dam. We all flow into it.